I think late 20s, early 30s is like the normal change up in attire. Yeah. Like at a certain point, I'm going to have to stop wearing chucks, right? Like I can't just keep wearing yeah, chucks I don't until think I'm like so. 40. I mean, you. Could, I think you can get away with it because like chucks are cool again. Yeah. Chucks are cool again or you can get fancy ass fucking like designer chucks. Yeah. Like, oh no, these aren't Charles's. These are, yeah, these are Alexander <laughs> McQueen high top black patent leather flat leather bottoms. chucks, dude. That would be something the fuck else. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hell yeah. You're like, no, these are actually Gore-Tex chucks. And I chain I them climb to my feet mountain. so I don't lose them. I can climb a mountain in these things. <laughs> these are snow chucks. Yeah. <laughs> Great traction, dude. <laughs> this is the Elton John X Nike Chucks. They have a gay swoosh on the side of it. <laughs> gay swoosh. <laughs> it's a gay. swoosh, but it's like, you know. It limps the, at the end. The, the tip of the swoosh. <laughs> it's like, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, man. it came out last Pride Month. I had to wait in line for like 60 hours. Right now is Pride Month, isn't it? it Pride is. Month. Pride Month. Pride Month. So are they going to do the Pride Parade? Yeah, dude. Can you imagine what's going to happen when the BLM protest meets up with the Pride Parade? That's going to be saucy. I mean, I don't think anything's going to happen. I think it's like (laughs) kind of the same people. Yeah, I would say so. There's probably a lot of people. I've never been to a Pride Parade in my life, though. I would like to go. Yeah, me neither. Just see what it's like. But I would would imagine. When when is it supposed to be? Like, when is it usually? Like, mid-June? Uh, yeah, probably. I'd assume so. I'd, but also like because of coronavirus, I feel like people are going to be hating on pride more than they're hating on the protesters because they're like, I don't want you guys going down and have a big old orgy parade up and down gay street, (laughs) gay street, go up, go up the gay street, 83 ramp and then (laughs) oncoming traffic, gaping your assholes (laughs) in Baltimore city. Does it start on gay street? Cause that would make so, that would be so awesome. I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like it's more up in, uh, like station North, like Charles Mm. village and that kind of Mount Vernon major missed opportunity. If I was organizing the pride parade, it would start end end on gay street. I mean, they probably already got the permits for the harbor. Well, see, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult to tell the Pride Parade that they can't do it after we've had basically, not to call the protest parade, but that amount of people out in the streets for like weeks on end. It's going to be very difficult to go back and be like, oh, but actually you guys can't, you can't do that. That was just a one-off time thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'd be mad about that. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know if it's going to be because I feel like the protests now are kind of like a call to action, whereas mm-hmm. like pride is more of like a celebratory thing. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't I don't know if I don't I, I really don't know. Yeah. Live from the studio. studio. I'm Jimmy Selesky. I'm Eric Glazer. And uh we're week 18 into quarantine. <laughs> I don't even fucking know. Week 18. Sounds Dude, about fucking, right, though. It's fucking, like, cold tonight. Is it cold where you're at? Yeah, it's been it's been cooling off the last couple of days, which honestly is really nice. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to start raining, because normally when it's, like, super hot and then, it, and then it, like, gets cold all of a sudden, it starts raining, but it's been, like, beautiful weather this whole this whole time. Yeah, but, I mean, we had a bunch of rain 
earlier last week. So mm-hmm. I feel like that might have been the start of the cool down. And then probably some sort of like Arctic blast or some other weather <laughs> magic happened and <laughs> the ice age cold front from New Zealand or some shit. Oh yeah, man. Have you been uh have you been uh I know you you said you started your kind of like you went out to the protest a couple weeks ago and so how far into you you like re-quarantine yourself again, like a re-self-quarantine? Yeah, how far into that are you? I'm kind of done now. Like I um over the weekend, me and my brother finally got to go see our grandma at her uh, nursing facility. Yeah, yeah. You so told that me about was that. like that was like ten or twelve days into my self quarantine, and then mm-hmm. when we got there, they had to like read our temperature. So I didn't have a fever, so I just assumed I'm good. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It's unfortunate that it had to happen in that circumstance, but yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. But also, like, that was also the main reason why I wanted to quarantine myself so I yeah. could actually go there, <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly. That's a good point. I, uh, you know, now that things are kind of starting to, like, loosen up a little bit, like, I actually have, like, a gig this weekend, which is kind of bittersweet because it's... Uh, is it a roof one? No, it's not a roof one. Basically what it is, so I'm playing... Um, uh, I don't want to say a name of the corporation because the story that follows is... It's okay. Yeah. But... Uh, let's just say know. the Globe Group. Yeah, let's just, let's just say they carry the weight of the city on their shoulders. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say the Encyclopedia Group. <laughs> like, not a map, but like the other thing that apparently isn't a map, but is the same thing. Um, is that right? That's the thing, right? Sure, yeah. Yeah, sure. And uh, they are booking music on the weekends, but I had to do that, what I was talking about last week, I had to do that uh, like conference call thing. Yeah, the training. Zoom call thing. The, sa- the health and safety training or whatever. Yeah, and like part of me, I get it, but I do really feel like it's at this point where it's like the bigger of a corporation you are, the more under scrutiny you are. And oh, so like them being like the biggest, they are under so much like they are under like the tightest watch right now, so now it's like yeah, they're like walking on eggshells. Yeah, so they yeah they <laughs> they like want to reopen, but they have to do it like in the most like woke way possible. And uh, I'll be honest, dude. After doing that training course, I was really on the fence about whether or not I was even gonna go for it because it's like the way I know myself enough to know that like their restrictions are so tight. Like, first of all, everybody has to be outside, but the music has to be inside. So like, I'm just playing to an empty room, like Hmm. through speakers. And then they just blast it outside. Yeah. Yeah. Can you like play up against the glass? (laughs) (laughs) Look at him through the glass. Have your hand up against the glass. (laughs) Wait for someone to touch it. (laughs) Blow on it. (gasps) (gasps) Please like, help. <laughs> help me. <laughs> help me. <There's, laughs> I don't know this song. Please help. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I'm worried because I know that like just from having been in school for as long as I was, the regular amount of time that people are in school plus one year of college, Um, I know that the regular like... Regular amount. Yeah, regular amount. I know that like... Can- <laughs> Sometimes I would forget my backpack to school, and now I have to somehow remember all these extra shits. Like, dude, it's hard enough for me to remember gu- guitar picks for a gig, but now I got to bring like my mask, my p- 
pocket sanitizer, some gloves and stuff. And like, like we were all in this Zoom meeting. Boot covers. Yeah, dude, it was, it was, and we got to get our temperature checked like before the gig and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, dude, I just know, and which requires you to like show up earlier. So you don't have to run there and get sweaty and raise your temperature. (laughs) Like, dude, you're 108 right now. I was like, I promise I'm not sick. I'm just running very late. (laughs) I swear. (laughs) You're coughing profusely. You're short of breath. You're sweating. <laughs> so I just know it's just not and and my my whole thought was like what's going to happen is is that and it's a good thing I they're, they're booking for the month of June and July right now and they only have they're only doing the weekend gigs and they're trying to spread it because that's a place that normally does music 7 nights a week. So like they're trying to fit all their musicians in on a schedule. So everybody's only getting like one month, I mean one gig over the course of two months. Like everybody gets one basically. So I just know in my head that like all I have to do is not fuck up that one gig, which is this coming Saturday. So I'm like the first one to, that's the other thing, because just like in anything else in life, like as time goes on, you saw the same thing happen with like mask policies and shit like that, where like at first everybody was like super gung ho about like, we're going to do everything by the book. And then every day things just kind of get a little bit more chill to the point where it's like, like I know that the guys that are going to be playing there in July and stuff they're not going to be as tight about it because again, I really do feel like a lot of this is simply just to avoid public criticism, you know? And so like, I wish I had a gig in like late July. So like, okay, if I forget to wear a mask between stepping off stage to the bathroom, then it's like, whatever. But instead I'm like the first round of dudes Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, I'm going to fucking blow it. And then it's going to compromise my ability to get gigs later on. But you you don't have to wear a mask when you sing, right? Honestly, I don't know because like there was so much shit being said in that meeting like there because it was like you could tell because like they have like a bunch of fancier places too. So they have like classical musicians who play like violin and concert piano and like weird ass Baroque guitars and shit yeah and then and you're s- just there in one of the zoom windows just woke up still in your boxers yeah. cracking a beer on live stream <laughs> so like i don't know I don't, feel like, I don't wear condoms i'm probably not gonna wear a mask <laughs> literally literally <laughs> like what's your policy on like if i like on my 45 minute break like if i'm trying to hit on one of the hostesses do i have to wear a mask for that do or i like- still have to stay inside or can i go outside to hit <laughs> on your customers <laughs> <laughs> what's your phone number policy me giving them out to the crowd if I stay inside, can I use the PA system to hit on women at your restaurant? <laughs> and how am I supposed to know if they're hot if everyone's wearing masks, dude? These are modern <laughs> problems, dude, that I'm not going to be used to. So, like, but they're like the classical music guys are all in there and they're like very serious about it. Like, they're like, should we be wearing, should we be wearing gloves while whilst we play piano? And I'm like... Don't fucking ask that, dude, because they're, they don't really even know what they're supposed to do. So they're literally going for any idea anybody's yelling. Like, every, no matter how ridiculous the idea, they were like, should we bring giant glass guards to surround the stage while we play? Yeah, and the, dude. the manager chick was like, honestly, like, we, we thought about it and, like, we could certainly look into that. And I'm like, no, God. don't look into that. <laughs> don't look into that, dude. Put a fucking, uh, all plexiglass phone booth outside <laughs> and you just bake inside of it like a greenhouse <laughs> while you play 
<laughs> it's like, dude, I can't fucking do this. So I'm like, uh, it's like, it's unfortunate because it's my first gig back and I just know it's it's just going to be tough. And, and it, it, I'm already getting to like the end of my wits with so much of the shit because I understand, like I was saying earlier, that it's the bigger the corporation, the more public scrutiny they're subjected to and therefore they have to take these what ventures on nonsensical measures like last week we discussed with like THB and how they were doing like you can only order through the app and then we were talking about like a supermarkets where like you have like the plastic screen on the on the cash thing and it like it doesn't make any sense but they do it anyway because they, it's just a good look for them you know so it's yeah. like they're at the epitome of that we went to um another place that I play in Towson which is no longer the green turtle we were the, we went there for a drink and like I like that place. Everybody, that's like a staple hold of Towson. Actually, it turns out that they uh they had to kind of change their name because there was another bar called the Backyard downtown behind yeah. Camden Yards. It's literally in the back of Camden Yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like that's so funny. How did you not look into that? So now it's like so that it was also, like because don't isn't there another backyard that they opened up downtown? Yeah, but they're the same owners. I know. Oh, as the one in Camden Yards? No, no, no. So the one in the I believe so the green the owners of the Green Turtle Towson and Green Turtle Fells are the same owners. Yeah. Now so I don't, now there's a backyard downtown and a backyard uptown. Yes. Oh. And also they're not allowed to be called the backyard. So now they had to change it to like Barley's backyard because apparently that's like one of the owners' dogs' names. So now it's like Barley? Barley's backyard uptown. It's like the longest name ever. They're just going to keep on adding words to it until they evade a lawsuit. The name's going to be like 14 words long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a shitty name. Barley's Backyard. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It's, Jesus. It's, I, I actually was discussing this with my friends that work there. I ran well, it's into a bar. <laughs> Don't bar. Don't let people know it's a bar. <laughs> Bar's not in the name. They're just going to have to keep up Barley's Backyard, Uptown Pub and Grill <laughs> and Sons <laughs> Incorporated. They're just going to keep adding on well-known other bars in Baltimore. <laughs> and they're going to keep on fucking it up. <laughs> Barley's Backyard, Uptown, this horse you rode in <laughs> Looney. To the point of... <laughs> The still, <laughs> still here. Can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> Town tavern. <laughs> L.A. Fitness Emporium. Seven LA Eleven Sons. Rofo Wawa Exxon. Google Plus. <laughs> It's like, Jesus dude, just come Christ, up with a different dude. name, bro. <laughs> just come up. With it. It's like we can't use any of these names, but what about all? But what of about them? their fucking dumb dogs' name? <laughs> They're gonna like make an acronym of all the different names and be like yeah. make a new name out of it. And it's still gonna be, like, <laughs> and it's just gonna be like the abbreviation for some weird porn. <laughs> BDSM. Big beautiful underage. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, dude. Barley's backyard. Oh no, that's a Y. Not you. Big, beautiful, um, young, <laughs> young. And then we gotta go from there. 
Oh man. But anyway, first we come up with the porn acronym, then we come up with the bar name. <laughs> That's like the CEO of that company. <laughs> Unbelievable. So they're going through their own stuff right now, and I get it because you know they're they're under scrutiny for that. And I decided to go there with your brother and, and Zach, who lives with the, uh, in the same condo building, and we went there for a drink. And like we walk up to the hostess stand, and uh, we were like, oh, yeah, can we just get a reservation? The hostess was like super jokey with us and stuff like that. And then it came time to let us in. She and was like, my germs. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it in your mouth. <laughs> and scary like, so, movie too, dude. It's on yeah, Netflix. Exactly. Great Go check book. it out. Go check it out. If anybody's <laughs> ever heard of the Scary Movie series, highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. You heard yeah. it here first. You're a, I think it's, you know, very underrated. Yeah, yeah. It's cult classic. <laughs> cult classic. <laughs> mm. So we walk up to the front desk, and it was only at that moment that they were like, oh, you need a mask to get in. And I was like, ah, shit. Because we had just been chilling at Rec Room for, like, the whole day, and the Rec Room doesn't care. Like, they, I don't want to say it like that so that they get put under a bad yeah. spotlight. Like, their staff, yeah. Their staff wears masks. But, like, the customers do not have to. You can I it's didn't also really s- outside too. Yeah, it was right? outside. So it's like, and you can get there directly without going inside, which I think yeah. is the difference. So you can walk through the back, get a seat outside in that big patio area, and like the servers are wearing masks, but like nobody else is. Yeah. So next thing you know, I'm scaling the back wall of the old green <laughs> turtle. <laughs> I'm hopping on top of Real Things roof. It was easy parkouring because across the gap. The front <laughs> sign is so big now with all the different names that I could just easily <laughs> scale up to. The- just a ladder. Yeah, <laughs> just climbing each step. Barley's Uptown, Google, Tinder, <laughs> to the top, and uh, so they were like, "Oh, you got to wear a mask to walk through the inside, so you can get upstairs." And I was like, "Ah, shit!" And I was like, "All right, do, you <laughs> do have they any- haven't? You know, they have socks at shoe store you can put on to put on, <laughs> try on a shoe. Yeah, they just have like masks sitting around. All right, yeah, you can have this one." <laughs> See, but that's what they should have been doing. Stretched out, it smells like shit. At first, I was like, oh, can I just like do the old shirt over my face thing? They were like, no, that's not good enough. And I just remember no, thinking... that's good enough, but if you cut that shirt into pieces and then make a mask out of it, it'll work. Yeah, that works. And it's just like, again, another perfect example of a nonsensical thing. It's like if you were to tie another shirt around your face, then you'd be at the epitome of awesomeness. But if you just put the current shirt you're wearing over your face like this... Double layer it. I could triple layer it, dude. I could crop top it up to like this and be like. You put it over your nose and then you kind of make the seal. Yeah, exactly. You can do it. I could do it. Anybody can do it. We all do it. But it wouldn't wasn't good enough. So then I so I was like, do you guys have masks? And they're like, no. And I was like, well, that would be a good <laughs> like if I was a business person and I I would honestly sometimes I feel like this virus is perpetrated by Big Mask Incorporated, dude, because like they're making a killing. And like I was thinking, like, yo, Green Turtle, you or whatever you are, you could be selling masks for for and making that extra guap, you know? But yeah. instead I had to walk up to the Towson tobacco market three doors up. And I walked in and I was like, do you have masks? Dude, that guy had a stack of masks this high because he probably $5 saw that. $5 a piece, baby. <laughs> yeah, he got me for two bucks, which even oh. then I still felt like it was a ripoff. I was God like, really, damn. bro? Two bucks? Yeah, I got 50 for like 12 on damn. Amazon. That yeah. was a ripoff, dude. I, It's yeah. like, it's hard to complain about something when it's two bucks. It's like, I would literally buy anything if it's only two bucks. But like, yeah, even sure. so, it's, and that's kind of where they get you because it's like, I'm ripping you off right now, but also, are you going to be the guy that complains about two bucks? Are you that much of a, are you that fucking broke that like, 
you know, it's two bucks. Also, it's like, it's kind of like the convenience fee at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, like, they, yeah. but dude, that's going to be like a big ticket item for them, I bet, until the, the mask rules get lifted. I bet, dude. I bet you when Towson Tobacco Market heard about Backyard's mask policy, they were like, oh, this is perfect. This is yeah. clear off the shelves. We're not selling anything other than like a couple samurai yeah. swords and masks. Samurai swords, masks, and bongs. <laughs> and and tobacco <laughs> smoker things. Like anybody fucking smokes tobacco. Incense. Yeah, incense, incense. Whatever the hell it is. water pipes. So then I walk back in with my mask this time, and uh, we make it upstairs, and we sit at this table, and they like hit us with these rules like, okay, so once you sit at a table... You can take your mask off, but like if you stand up to go to the bathroom or anything, you have to put it back on. If you walk up to the bar to get a drink, you have to put it back on. No table service? Well, they did have table service, yeah. But it's like, it's one of those things where like you're drinking, and it's again, it's that same situation I was describing before about why I'm nervous to play at uh, my first gig this weekend, because it instantly just puts you, me, and any other customer in a situation where like you don't really actually feel comfortable being there like you don't feel like it's not any fault of their theirs but it's like i don't feel like i'm able to just sit here and chill because now there's like this big rule book of stuff i have to do just to try to enjoy myself at this bar and so i was like sitting there with alex and zach and we just we like we're halfway through our beers and we were and alex was just like dude i just feel like i'm gonna fuck up and i don't feel like welcome here and let's just go somewhere else and again it's not. I I love that place, and I'm playing there soon, and it, I I support them wholeheartedly. But because they are to that level of prominence, then they're forced to implement these policies. Because no one gives a shit what fucking some bar down in Fells Point that's like a privately owned little pub, like yeah, like a little, little dive bar. Yeah, nobody's paying attention to that, but they'll pay attention to the bigger institutions that they can slam on Facebook for clout and like call them out. So now these big institutions are like, fuck, now we got to put in all these ridiculous nonsensical policies that basically say like, oh, well, if you're sitting down at a table, you know, you're not spreading the virus talking and whatever you're doing. But like, if you stand up, then all of a sudden it's a huge coronavirus risk. And it's like, none of this shit makes sense, but it's all literally put in place to cover their own ass. And once I feel like I'm put in that position, then it's like, well, I don't really feel like participating in this. Like, I get what you got to do, but it's very difficult for me to do that. So we went to another bar after our first drink. And like, you know, that's the other thing. Like, a lot of them are closed and stuff like that. And then we kind of had like that. This is the night that your brother wanted to talk about when we all went, when he and I went to the graveyard. Yeah, he said to talk about it. Yeah, but I want to I want to I want to save that part for him. Okay. Because he that meant a lot. He was saying he wanted to hear how you told the story because <laughs> he's gonna listen uh, we behind the scenes we we're gonna have my brother on tonight but then it just it got too late i honestly i honestly to if i'm being real i i don't know if i could do the story justice without him able to be sitting here playing like playing it off with him you know i feel okay. like it needs his input like i'm being self-aware enough to know that if i tell this story then it's a story that i'm letting it out of the gun where we can't tell it two weeks down the road or whenever we get him on the podcast. So okay. I might actually reserve that. Alex, if you're listening, I'm doing this out of respect for you. But just know that it was it was a phenomenal night. A great time. But uh, full of lots of trials and tribulations that ended up with us walking to McDonald's 
at three in the morning and <laughs> and then getting kicked out for not having a mask actually yes are you for real <laughs> yeah are you for real <laughs> yes i'm for real i'm very for real well i can tell this little side story um that happened to me and my brother when we visit our grandma so like you know, we, we went there, we got all checked in, they checked our temperature, we, like, went up to her room, and, like, we were hanging out in there, she was at the end of the hall, so there's only, like, one person beside her, mm-hmm. um, but she had her own room, and it's, like, it's so weird, because, like, she's, like, so pumped up with, like, pain medicine and stuff right now, mm-hmm. she's kind of, like, just not totally lucid, but, like, when we had talked to her in the past before she like seemed pretty okay um yeah you were telling me like and you and alex were both telling it like she was she looked fine like a couple weeks ago when you were like zoom calling her and stuff yeah yeah so yeah i don't know um but uh <laughs> we were <laughs> we were in the room and we were like trading off like holding hands with her and just like being with her and like all of a sudden we just kept hearing a noise from next door and it was like started off very like soft, but it was like, help, 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 help me. Oh, no. <laughs> I was just like looking at Alex, just like, oh no, we can't laugh. But like, <laughs> this is like, I don't know what's going on. This sounds hilarious. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'm such a hilarious. bad person. So like. And it starts getting louder and louder, and I'm just, like, sitting there, like, because it was already such, like, a weird emotional state that I was in, but Mm -hmm. then just, like, uh, that from out of nowhere, and then also me checking the hall to see if anyone was coming to help her, and no one was coming to help her, and I was like, oh, no. (laughs) So, like, I waited, like, a minute or something, because I was like, maybe she pressed her button or something, or, like... (laughs) Maybe someone else is going to hear. And she didn't understand how the button works. It's like, no, all you got to do is press the button. You have to scream help into the help button. We know what you need. It's not an Alexa, sweetie. Help me. No, you have to say, okay, Google, help me. Hey, Siri, help me. So it like got to a point where i was like all right so like this lady is in trouble and no one's up here so i start walking to the nurse's desk and like there's a ton of people up there and i'm like i see someone in the hallway on the way up there and this has happened a couple times recently like i don't think people expect other people to like talk to them yet in public like strangers Mm -hmm. and shit Mm -hmm. because it happened to me i have another story but I was like at the grocery store today. I went into the fucking the Dragon's Den, dude. I went to H Mart today. Uh oh, <laughs> oh and, dude. And I was trying to find something, and I was like asking a guy stocking the shelves. And I was like, "Hey, excuse me," and then he didn't respond. And I was like, "Oh, maybe like my voice is being muffled by the mask or something." So I was like, <laughs> "Excuse me, louder," and. He still didn't turn around. I was like, excuse me, sir. And then he like finally turned around. He was like bewildered. He was like, what? You're not six what? feet away. <laughs> no, I was. Um, but I was like, is there, do you know where the Szechuan peppercorn is? And he's like, 
this is the only kind we have. And he pointed at like a salt and pepper grinder. And I'm like, yeah, that's all right. Back to where you came, boy. <laughs> oh, shit, well, no, it was like a Guatemalan dude or something. It wasn't even like a Korean. Um, but that happened at the nurse, like uh, the nursing home too. I was like walking up to the nurse station and there was someone walking in front of me who worked there. And I was like, excuse me, excuse me. And then they just didn't turn around. <laughs> And then I finally get up to the nurse station. And I was like, "Hey, so uh, we're down. We're down to my grandma's room, and the person next door is like calling for help." Mm-hmm. Mm. And I was like, "Did they press a button?" Or and they're like, "Oh, no one pressed a button, sweetie." And I'm like, "Okay, uh, yeah, you might want to check on <laughs> that. I guess still go there." Yeah. So then I I go back down to my grandma's room. We're sitting there, and then a nurse comes in. She's like, oh, how are you doing? I hear you're asking for help. And I was like, no, 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 next door. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. So she goes next door and like we still keep hearing like every once in a while, like, help me, help me. And then we hear the lady go in there. And she's like, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> the lady was like falling off of her bed. Like she was like holding herself up onto the bed. Oh no. Just being like, help me. Help oh no, me. dude. Playing floors hot lava uh, with her brittle ass bones. Holy shit. <laughs> Even the fact that she was like able to suspend herself in midair for that long. Dude, it's crazy. And like apparently, because like the nurse came back over to be like, like oh well, I'm I'm glad you came and told us because she was she was falling out of her bed and she couldn't reach her help button and I was like oh my god <laughs> like what would happen if we weren't here she'd still be falling <laughs> yeah <laughs> holy shit dude it's crazy that's and that made me be like damn is this like what happened to our grandma like what the fuck well I think that's kind of how old people fall and and normally like in my grandfather's situation my father's father he was like an alcoholic for sure and like he fell down his he would always hang out in the basement and like watch the orioles and just like crush like a 30 pack of budweiser over yeah i don't know maybe a 30 a night i don't know how much he was drinking he was big he, he drank you just so saw much those, the game days <laughs> game days baby <laughs> Birdland. And, uh, but yeah, he, he, he drank so much. His skin was like red. He was actually Jesus. legitimately yeah, like red, like so skin. red that, yeah. Like so red that like we were kids and we were like drawing pictures of our family. <laughs> I would use a red crayon to color my grandfather. <laughs> and they'd be like, is, is your grand, what is your grandfather? Yeah, be like, he, is he a surfer or <laughs> <laughs> what's well, wrong? I don't know. <laughs> he never leaves the basement and he's red. I don't know how yeah. he's getting sunburned. It's down crazy. There. Cause all he drinks are those blue mountains. <laughs> <laughs> and so he had fallen, uh, down the steps drunk, but also old, but he yeah. wasn't like feeble. He wasn't feeble. He was like in pretty solid health, especially for somebody who had been drinking extensively yeah. well, his got, entire life. He's got like drinking man confidence. Exactly. Oh, he had beer balls going down he those is, steps. Yeah. Because I he mean, probably, you, saw, you saw, how old was he? Uh, 73. Dude, you saw Trump the other day and fucking taking those, that 10 degree angle uh, ramp. Oh, shit. Didn't the you see de- that? I did not see that. The one at You're the, talking about 10 degrees from the ground or 10 degrees from? No, like a 10 degree angle ramp. Oh like damn! Very, very slight slope. You know, <laughs> very slight incline. Did he make and it up? And that was the one where he was like, ding, 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 
ding, ding, ding. He was like looking for a railing and there wasn't a railing. Well, I imagine there, most of the time when you come, you have to come That made to grips. me think he probably took a bad spill. He probably, dude, when you get old, because, okay, think about it. Like right now, like I noticed, like I was thinking about this when I, I, I dropped off a delivery and uh, I, I'm, I'm phasing out of seasons now, so there's only so much longer I'm going to have these delivery stories, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but for the time being, we still got them. And uh, I, this guy lived on like the third floor of his apartment. I ran up the stairs, like doing like the classic, like skip the steps. Like I'm in fucking, you know, third grade. Like, here's a pizza, man. <laughs> fucking sprint back down. Ding dong ditch a pizza. <laughs> Ding dong ditch a guy. <laughs> but I'm actually supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this isn't a good prank. I ordered this. Yeah. Did you get the tip I left you? <laughs> <laughs> giggling damn kids <laughs> actually bringing me my pizza but uh yeah so i drop it off and then i'm like hopping down the stairs i try to play this game where i try to run down the stairs before he knows i was there like so i'm just like oh if he sees you that's lava like dude, that's i don't contact I'm, dude i'm like that immature that like in my mind i play these little games or like yeah like i do that shit all the time like i'll be on oh, a yeah. jog and there's like a keep car it fun. yeah you there's like a keep car it fun. behind me and i'm like i gotta make it to that sign before that car gets here and then i fucking run and then i decide like how my week's gonna be based off if i do it i'm like oh i didn't make it my week's gonna fuck it i'm gonna i ruined it i bet I'll, I'll like make little mental bets with my mind i'm like if you don't make it to this sign you're gonna fail in your career and then i just fucking do it and then sometimes i'll lose i'll be like well you fucking blew it well you fucking blew it jim <laughs> you Damn didn't have it, to jim, do that that was your only chance <laughs> the devil's sitting there like dude you could have betted on so many other things bro <laughs> i could have given you infinite talent um but uh so i play that game and i was jogging down and i remember thinking when i got out the door i was like that guy doesn't know what I look like. He doesn't know anything about me other than that I am definitely young because that is not something a older man would do. You don't just hop down the stairs like you're fucking Peter Cottontail. You know, <laughs> you don't just do that. And like, I guess at a certain point in life, um, you stop doing that. Like, maybe my grandfather didn't realize, and he was just fucking... He was trying to fucking jump down the last five stairs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Do I still got it? And then He's, fucking He just falls. didn't stick the landing. Yeah, and he fucking laid there, not able to get to the phone or anything for like... I think he was there for like a day. Because my Jesus. grandmother was on vacation, and my gra- my gra- my grandmother's brother, my Uncle Tony, went over there just to check on the house, because nobody had heard from my grandfather, and he found him at the bottom of the stairs. Just like fucking Dude, just. Can you uh, imagine that? Can you imagine being stuck like immobile? Because that happened to my old neighbor at my parents' house. Like mm-hmm. she fell and broke her ankle or something in the mm-hmm. driveway. I don't even, yeah. I don't know the whole story, but she like, she like was in her 50s too. But, and she Jesus. was just like stuck in there on the driveway ground for like six hours. Oh my God. And I think her husband was like, I forget if he was out or if he was just inside and he couldn't hear. Her, like. <laughs> but then you tack on the added thing that he was blacked out when he did it. So he probably yeah. like woke up. Dude, that would, dude, if you're stuck there, hung over. No water. 12 hours. You oh, wake pissing up. yourself, shitting yourself. Smelling like beer fucking. Shits, dude, you got a 30 the, rag beer shit. Beer Jesus shits. Christ. Parched for thirst. You don't even know why you're Hungry. there because you were blacked out. You're like, oh my God, what did I do last night? And you wake I up at the like bottom you of the. kind of imagine what happened. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly have happened here? There's something. It's really fuzzy. I don't. 
Meanwhile, on the other hand, my grandmother, his wife, who is still alive, who has extreme dementia at this point, is so spry. She had a a, a, a fever dream, like a, a dementia motivated fever dream, that two men had broken into her house um, in the middle of the night, and she opened up her second floor window and jumped out of it and landed on her feet, tucked and rolled it, and ran to my neighbor's house and told Jesus. him about how there's two. And she's and the weirdest thing is she still remembers that. She'll like sit there with Whoa. her legs like, oh my God, I can't believe I jumped out of that window. And she tells a story all the time. <laughs> and she tells it very like old person-y way. Like her, all of her caretakers are are like from Africa. They're like Caribbean or something or like mm-hmm. from Africa or Jamaican, from the, Jamaican or, yeah. or something like that. And like we will have one like that kind of like when we have like family gatherings, we'll have like the caretaker come over. They have like a set schedule where they come over to my parents' house and like watch her during the day. Just mm-hmm. to keep her in a routine. And she'll just sit there and just tell that story. These two black men broke into my house. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And the caretaker's just like, oh, really, Miss Rose? Wow. <laughs> and I'm just like, my mom, come on, man. <laughs> Why they got to be black, though, my mom? <laughs> it wasn't even real. You just imagined it. It wasn't even real. The real part was you jumping out of the window and just being completely fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we we talked about it on the podcast before. We were just saying she forgot her bones were old. Her yeah. bones forgot they were old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, it's a blessing and a curse. In terms of the whole, uh, what you were talking about earlier when you were at H Mart, and then the nurses at the uh, the the, yeah, the, the nursing home facility, yeah. wherever it is, um, it is it has kind of changed dynamics a lot in that people don't necessarily feel obligated to like. Okay, I was at the point with uh, on Friday night. Um, I met up with Alex at the point, and Dan and Marissa were there. Nice. And when I walked in, John Burkhart was talking to their group, and like I just saw him. He turned around. We were like, "Yo!" and fun crazy. But John was on like a couples date with him Ooh. and his new fiance and these other two people that I didn't know. And uh, so you know, we talked at the bar a little bit, joking around, shit like that. And then, like, I let him go back to his table. He was sitting on the other side of the bar. He went back to his table. They were doing their own little couples, adults thing. And uh, towards the end of the night, um, like, we were about to leave or something. They did, like, last call. So I just walked over to the table just to be like, yo, good seeing you, man. Just talk about random shit. Talk about when we're going to have rehearsal again or whatever. And uh, we had, like, a night, uh, like a two, three-minute conversation, things like that. And uh, the other couple sitting there at the other side of the table... It's like a little small table. They're right next to us, but I'm just talking to John primarily the whole time. And then, like, at the end, I was like, all right, man, I think uh, Marissa and them are getting out of here. Alex, I think we're going to wreck. And he was like, oh, yeah, we're going home. I was like, all right, man, good seeing you. So I, like, dap him up, say goodbye to Rebecca. And then, like, I turned to the other couple, and I, like, went to, like, dap up the dude that was sitting there. And he just ha- sat there with his arms crossed like this. And then I was like, oh, pound it, man. And then he just sat. He didn't say anything. And I was just like, oh, Weird. all right, man. See you guys. And I just like walked away. And I was like, yeah. the fuck was that about? Was yeah. that a situation where he was like, was that a Corona related thing? Or just but at like the same time, dude, you're sitting at a bar in public with no mask thing. on. Yeah. That might just been a weird dude thing. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt and, and thinking it was a Corona thing. Because I don't want to just. But also, if it was a Corona thing, he could have been like, yeah, man, I'll, he could have just went for the elbow or something. Y- you, know? you do something. Or even if you just say, like, oh, I'm not going to dap you up because of Corona, but like, nice to meet you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, if he's that really that worried about it, he should have fucking pocket sanitizer. Yeah. That's what I did at Motorhouse. I did the Motorhouse like, live stream show last week. 
mm-hmm. and it, they like do it at Motorhouse. So like it was like six or seven of us there, and we just like you know did comedy on live stream. Um, but like I didn't want to be that dude who was like not dapping people up. So mm-hmm. like I would, if I had enough time, I'd go for the elbow. Like if you know if they're if I was standing up and they're standing up, totally elbow situation mm-hmm. yeah. but there's a couple times where people came over while i was sitting down and then like came in with the hand and i was like all right whatever dapped him up and then i just could put some sanitizer on yeah dude it's kind of like you gotta you gotta pick your pick your mode a little bit because it's like be you gotta go one way or the other like if you if you go out to a public bar and you're out there on a friday night where the the patio is filled with like 30 people something like that you're in public, you have to be expecting re- semi-regular public interactions. And it doesn't mean hugging every person you meet. But if you meet a new person at the bar and they go for like the friendly dap up, like nice to meet you type situation, at the very least, if you decide to be that sketched out by it, at a certain on a certain level, you still should feel obligated to like like make it known. Like, hey, dude, I, it's not because I think you're a fucking douchebag who just came over here and started yoten in the middle of our dinner with yeah. this dude, which could have been also, it. you guys are having dinner at a fucking bar. Like, yeah, they, the dinner was gone. It's not the most high-class thing. Yeah, it wasn't it's like, not they, like you're at fucking Roos Chris, and yeah. like you walked over, and you're like, oh, what's up, John? What's <laughs> <laughs> up, boy? What's up, boy? <laughs> like, that sir, shit. you're spitting on our bread. Sir. Sir, I can't use the butter on the table anymore. Yeah, there was no food on the table. They were sitting at a table with drinks. But like, you know, again, it's it's John's friend, I'm sure they're fine, but it just stuck with me because I think that very well could have been one of those corona moments Not where I'm I just fucking beat his ass now. Forgot where I was I'll in do time this for and just, you and John. Uh I hope you do, dude. I wanna <laughs> hunt that guy down. I wanna find out where that motherfucker lives. I want to break into his fucking house, uh, and when I get to his room, in his ear, in the middle of his sleep, I just want to wake him up and go, oh my god, oh my god, and then I just dap him up, <laughs> dap him up, <laughs> dap him up, and skate out into the night. No, dap him up while he's asleep, and then just go, my germs <laughs> into his ear, and then run out of the room and jump down the stairs, <laughs> <laughs> fall there. <laughs> Lay there for a day. (laughs) Wake up in 24 hours. What happened? (laughs) Still in their apartment. (laughs) Local man daps and enters another man's house. (laughs) Enters himself on the fall. A dap and entering, dude. Brutal. First ever recorded case in Maryland. There's got to be at least one of those in history. Larry Hogan's got to do something about that. Yeah, it's... It's becoming a plague. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I did the Magoobies thing last week, or not Magoobies, uh, Motor House. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was good seeing everyone. I even had some funny facial hair going on. Nice, <laughs> yeah, dude. You had some like Civil War facial hair going on. <laughs> it had like the neck strap kind of goatee, but no mustache. Oh, sick! It was pretty funny. I've been I missing those guys. I, 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 yeah, I Bruce saw... Daddy was there. Uh, got... I saw Tank, uh, Maria. It was see weird. Eddie Lyles? <laughs> no, I didn't see Eddie. 
He was in my dream last night. That's so funny. We were we were in the middle of Towson, and I walked past him on the street. He and, goes uh, to he goes to LA Fitness there, I think. In my dream or in real life? In real life, because <laughs> he would always go to LA Fitness and then come see a movie. I'd see him at the movie theater every once in Maybe a while. Maybe I like sensed his presence one night walking around in Towson subconsciously. Yeah, because like well, the he other thing now was, he's just in your roster for your dream background characters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he's like one of my characters, and like because he commented on the live stream one, because um, he was in the Joe Rogan Experience podcast group. And whenever we do our live streams, I always start watch parties in all the different live and all the different podcast groups. And sometimes they do well. And sometimes <laughs> people are yeah. like, what the fuck is this? And yeah. they're like, make, like one week they were just like frying. A couple of guys were saying nice things like these guys really got something going on. If they and then they just started frying our apartments. Like they were like, <laughs> they started talking like, look, watch out for the Santa behind you. And then like fucking <laughs> they were like, they were like, the other guy's got to do something about that table. Talking about like your table in the back. Oh, and yeah, had like a bunch of shit, shit on it. it yeah. and, and they were like, oh, wait. These guys can't be not cool because he's got a guitar in the background. I had like a guitar. He was like the guy with the conveniently placed guitar on the couch Hell during the yeah. live stream. I was like, all right, dude, whatever, bro. But anyway, Eddie Lyles popped into that group because he's in it. And he just sent me like the waving thing. And I, as a joke in the chat, I just said, we're on Rogan next week. And he was like, tight. And so in my dream, <laughs> that was like two weeks ago. And then in my dream last night, I'm walking by him and I see him on the street and I turn around. I remember I turn around like this. We were like right out front of rec room and he was talking, blah, 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 blah. It's actually right out front of the record. And he was talking about blah, blah, blah. 2.0. Yeah. And he the record 2.0. Uptown Barley's. <laughs> <laughs> um, Barley's Uptown 2.0. Backyard. <laughs> and, uh, and I just turned around. We were talking. He's like, yo, I heard you on Rogan next week. And I was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> Literally in your dreams. Literally in my <laughs> dreams. <laughs> <laughs> whatever dude whatever oh uh, shit that's so funny yeah man I, I miss seeing all those guys out it's always uh, it's fun and i can't wait till that stuff starts to trickle back into my my life yeah i felt weird um like initially like dapping up maria because like she has not once ever quarantined herself during this whole <laughs> pandemic <laughs> like the one week into it i kept seeing her like post pictures of her having like parties at her house and I was like, <laughs> no <laughs> that might have still been during when there is that like black people can't get coronavirus meme yeah that was but a thing that was like a real thing but also yeah i don't know she was fine so like Good on her. Good on her yeah. for not fucking, you know, fighting the system. And that was during. And that was during when I thought that Greek and Italian people were super yeah, they had humanly susceptible <laughs> yeah. to coronavirus. So I was like, oh shit, I can't even talk to my black friends right now because they're immune, and I'm like super not immune, dude. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But there was Patient, like some. Uh, what's what's zero in Greek? the fuck is zero that's a good ass question i should know that dude i know every other number zero. in Greek. <laughs> is it zero i think it starts with a k zero i wish we had a producer so i could be like yo jamie pull up what number zero is in greek and then he pulls up the wrong number he's like i got the number two in swahili fuck dude, you jamie I have, a, I have an extra google home mini should i bring that to the studio and we'll have like an ai assistant Oh, it's uh, it's me then, me then, me patient then. me then, <laughs> patient me then. That's pretty sick. I don't know how the fuck that works, but that's me. 
That's you, dude. That's all you. Yeah, dude, definitely bring the fucking... That one. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> definitely bring the uh, Google thing to the studio, because that's... We already have the automatic camera switcher going, so now we just need the auto producer. Auto yeah. bitch. Auto slave. Okay, Google. What's zero in Greek? <laughs> yeah, Shouldn't I yeah, you know this, get that. bitch? Yeah, I'll bring, it. I'll bring it out. I was also thinking of... um. I was looking at uh, getting a little gift for the studio. Nice. What are you thinking? I'll, you'll see it. <laughs> Surprise. Eventually. Okay. Cool. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I, uh, I got some stuff on. I had to cancel a couple of my orders because everything is so far back ordered that like I have to like order them from different places now because they like decided to call me three weeks later to let me know after I reached out to them and be like, oh, shit. Yeah. It, we don't actually have any in stock. I was like, dude. I messaged you like two weeks ago and you said it was on the way. <laughs> Fuck Jeez. you guys. So like, I've just been dealing with that. So like, that's really the main reason I haven't even thought about going back to the studio yet because right now we have this very convenient camera switch thing going on. Oh yeah. And exactly. like, you know, we just talked about the cameras we're going to get this week and I have yet to place those orders. Oh. Um, oh, you never sent me the link though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I got like the info I needed from you and then I was like, but now I actually have to like research and now that's going to be a whole, that's going to have to take a full day off of yeah. me on like six coffees <laughs> and like an anxiety attack where I'm like, what are you doing? You need to figure this out. And then I'll send you links. <laughs> when you get links, just know that I'm on the other end of that phone in fucking jitters. Freaking <sighs> out. I finally fixed this. What do you say? It was the 6400? Yeah, Sony A6400. But, uh, yeah, dude, event, like, honestly, a very, I, I got a great little uh, uh, ongoing saga on this podcast uh, for later. I'll say yeah, for the it looks end. Like, it looks like they have kits that come with a 16 to 50 yeah, and an shit, 18 bro. to 135. Yeah, I don't know. I, I looked into it and I was like, "How many fucking lens cleaners do I need? I need one." No, not really. If you're not doing anything to them, true. Which I'm not. What am yeah. I fucking doing with them? They Taking just them out there. on the road. They sit there. It's fine. That's something. And then also, um, yeah, that'll be fine. We'll be good, dude. I, I, I like literally because everything else is taking so long. I just like once I get confirmation. Because the other thing is. I need to wait for certain amounts of money to get like refunded to my credit card so I can then repurpose that money towards the other shit before I buy the thing that I actually need. I need to get refunded for the shit that I got and then haven't gotten the money. It's like a whole bunch of shit. It's like in due time. We'll get there. But it's it's yeah. pissing me off lately. But um we went out to uh we my on f I believe it was Friday night. Uh Dom and I both worked at Seasons and like I was just kind of going a little stir crazy this week. Every now and then I'll go through like cycles where I'm like, ah, Jesus, I haven't talked to a girl in like forever. And then so like I like sent a couple like Hail Mary texts or whatever um, to no avail. But then <laughs> I come back to the shift and my brother's like, yo, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, obviously nothing, dude. And he was like, uh, oh, you know that girl that like blah, 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 blah. Well, she wants to come over with her roommate or something like that. And I was like, oh, sick. So they do and you know they're like typical they're like 24 ish something like that like they live in the apartment building next they used to live in the same building as us and they moved next mm -hmm. door to a worse building for no fucking reason <laughs> and like they're over and like <laughs> it was a fun night and then 
we wake up and they decide they're going to come over at like eight in the morning. Like the next morning, they come over at like eight in the morning what? and like wake, like my brother invited the girl in and then they like come in and wake me up with like literally like fucking like beers and like they're pouring up shots at like eight in the fucking morning. And like, I was like, I was like, look, myself personally, I'm past the point in my life where I'm going to do something to impress a girl. So like it's eight in the fucking morning. I'm 27 years old. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get out of bed. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to brush my teeth, comb my hair. I'm going to walk off. out to the beat off, which I did because I got fucking blue balls last night. So yeah, obviously. Then I walk out to the kitchen, make myself a coffee. Then I make myself another coffee. This time because Irish. It's, <laughs> because it's four fucking hours before I'm used to waking up. And now I got these obnoxious, <laughs> screaming bitches in my apartment doing shots before breakfast yeah and so we're sitting dude it is wild and so we're sitting on the couch and like my brother's like doing shot for shot they're just going crazy and i'm just sitting there like i I played the game a little bit i had like a miller light i poured some kalua in my coffee and i was like all right you know let's play the game a little bit it's saturday and uh but hey who said saturday was ever for the girls it's not for the girls dude and all I remember thinking was like, dude, I feel so lame for saying that. <laughs> it's not for the girls. It's true. Um, I was thinking it the whole time. I was should have worn my shirt saying Saturday is not for the girls. And uh, so I'm playing along, and then they're like, "Let's go to brunch." Blah 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 blah. At this point, my brother is like blacked out. What is it? Nine thirty. <laughs> it's ten thirty a.m. at this point. My brother's oh my blacked God. out. These chicks are blacked out, and I'm like coasting. You're just sitting there reading the morning paper, about to play <laughs> a game online chess. Literally, dude. They kept on, the one girl coming like, you're so funny, oh, and I was like, whatever, bitch. Like, they were like, I think you're like a fake musician. I never heard of you. I was like, whatever. Like, bitch, bitch. watch me. <laughs> um, so we go to the, we decide to go to the point. We get to the point five, 10 minutes before it opens. Oh my god! And I've never been to anywhere before it opens. I've never been that guy, and but I've been a server where I've seen those guys where they show up and like you're still and setting you up the fucking them. restaurant. And so like we're like ah oh, fuck. So I'm like guys, we are not waiting out front of here. We're going somewhere else. We're gonna take a lap and come back. We come back at like eleven oh three when they open. We sit down. They get like these big gulps of like screwdrivers, orange Ooh. juice, and vodka. Who first? Great question. <laughs> so we're sitting there. I get the breakfast burrito. Dom's fucking blacked out, joking around, but he's not being too he's not being too out of pocket. Uh, yeah, hopefully he's in public. <laughs> yeah. But then this other girl, like suddenly she like flips a switch and she like goes silent and she stands up and she is like like stupid drunk at this point. She's like spitting Ooh. in a cup and like drooling <laughs> and like not able to speak. And uh, I was, and, and like, the girl at our table was like, sit down, do not fucking do this right now. I was like, no, fuck that. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I was, because I play there, and I was like, this is not going to be the way I go out. Yeah. This is not going to be the way I go out. I am not going to be the guy who showed up 
at 1055 during quarantine during quarantine with already drunk women with already <laughs> like like they like it it was remarkable not a good look <laughs> remarkable and so i was like i i would i like i like went off on her i was like no get the fuck out of here Get out in the street. And she's like, when I went up back to my food, I was like, put it in your fucking pockets. We're getting the hell out of here. I went off. I was very <laughs> mad. And uh, we, my brother doesn't even remember this. If that's any, <laughs> my brother, I, I, I talked to Dom. I, I saw him like a day later after like, he woke I waited, up. Yeah, after he woke up. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, Dom, what the fuck was that all about uh, at the thing? He's like, whoa, when we went to brunch, what was wrong with that? What were you talking about? I was like, Dom, you don't remember when we almost like, when when your fucking girl almost threw up on the patio next to a table of like a family and like a couple on a brunch date you don't remember when like and then we walked back and she yeah. tried to piss in the middle of the street like it's 2 a.m after the bars oh meanwhile it's broad daylight it's not even lunch yet it's like 11 45 11 45 trying to piss in front not behind in front Dude, of the dominican barber shop i can for sure tell you i literally wasn't awake yet <laughs> Dude, I should not have been awake. I was like, you know what? This is why I don't wake up before noon. Because, you know nothing how I will say? Good can <laughs> nothing happen. good happens before noon. That's how I live my life. <laughs> and I was proven right once again. Ridiculous, dude. Absolutely. I just could It was just. And I was oh thinking, God. like, is that like how. Oh, Marissa. <laughs> Is that like how, like that shit, I don't know. I was like, I don't remember being like that when I was younger. No. But that's like, it's always weird how whenever like you are thinking about like, was I like that as a kid? It's always for like the worst possible scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember being, I remember being like ignorant, but I would, I don't remember being like, uh, like ruin other people's time ignorant. You know what I mean? No, for sure. At least I thought I thought I was making people's time at the time when I was blacked out saying jokes. But I'm sure to other people that didn't know us, they just thought we were fucking stupid. But uh, yeah. like, it wasn't so. I've never been a big like uh, throw up at somebody's house, throw up at the bar, get in a bar fight, shit like that. Yeah. Wake up at eight in the morning to start getting blacked out. Like, yeah, the only time I threw up in someone's house was when we went up to New York. I like mm -hmm. puked in Scott's sink or something <laughs> and it got all over his cousin's makeup and she's yeah, like why I, didn't he puke in the toilets right there and i'm like dude i don't even remember puking i'm the so amount sorry of people <laughs> that don't puke in the toilet is like t too damn high it's like how i i because i've only done that once in somebody's house i threw up at jt's house when we were like 19 we had that like mini house party that wound up being yeah. like all dudes and one chick well, the crazy thing was you punched that hole in the wall and tried to <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> we know that was me hire chris don't Green. you fucking bring that up eric <laughs> took me like three years to live that down i didn't even do it yeah dude well i mean it was a i mean you were the only one that knew how to fix it mm -hmm. and so i negated you, either way yeah so but it's what, like but then people, it made people assume that you did it because you're like, oh, I'll fix it, I'll fix it, I'll fix it. Exactly. the The problem with that situation is, is that everyone it's assumed just too good of a friend. Everyone assumed that I broke it. So then when I fixed it, it just brought me back to like even. Even, yeah. When Instead in reality, like one. that should have been like a plus four friend move. Yeah. You know. But instead, I lost four points on that night. Plus, I also piled on top of it by throwing up on his dad's wine collection. So I ended, I ended the series. 
negative too. Like <laughs> when I should have been like, like, all right, you threw up on my dad's wine collection, but you fixed the wall. Instead, it was you threw up my dad's wine collection, punched a hole in our wall, but then you fixed the wall. You're still kind of you still lost this one. Yeah. Still a bad night for you. <laughs> Damn. It's whatever, dude. Damn, dude, you've been going on some fucking escapades. It wasn't even the worst of it, dude. Wow. Marissa, here, wait. Before you even go into something even crazier, I'm trying yeah, to like yeah, yeah. go through my Rolodex to make sure I yeah, get please do, out. please do. I'm trying to alternate like you go, and then I'll tell a fucking night three of my bar <laughs> story. <laughs> you go night four, it's fucking nightmare mode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shit, dude, I don't even know. Like, cause I, I really haven't been doing anything crazy. I, I did that show. I stayed in most of the weekend. I've just been playing fucking video games, honestly. Dude, if anyone's playing Escape from Tarkov, it's this like Russian survival game. It sounds it's fucking sounds sick. Is it like so, a war game or is it like a you're out in the woods Survivor Man style game? You're out in the woods Survivor Man that style. That sounds sick, dude. dude. You see like sick. hunt shit and stuff? You like hunt other people and like, uh, and so like your items. So like basically. You have, like, a loadout, and you can, like, set up your loadout, and you have a stash. But if you go into a game and you die, other players can loot your shit, and you'll never get it back. Mm. So, like, if you die, oh, so you lose all your shit. So, if you have, you like, a like, sick-ass gum, you, can, you save progress, but, like... You just don't save your items and shit. If you make it out alive, you keep everything. So, like, if you survive and kill, like, three people, you can take all their shit and leave, and then just, like, sell it all. Mm-hmm. And then, but if you die, you like lose everything. It's super fucking fun. But it's like, I play it like such a pussy. <laughs> Cause I'm just like, I don't want to die. Um, like, you take like all the pussy options and they're like, should oh, you yeah. fight I this like, guy or should I you like, de escalate the situation? No, you press I hear, B like, to de escalate. I hear gunshots and then just run the opposite way. <laughs> like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> you know what's funny is that's how i used to play like and this is why i didn't enjoy my childhood as much as i wish i did because whenever we would play those games like i remember one time um we were in boy scouts and i was troop 828 what troop were you again 729 i wish we were in the same troop dude you were that in the towson troop i always did like lutherville shit like i i lived in towson like in the heart I of towson like, i guess i was in like i don't know if it's the towson troop because the Towson troop was like Tom Esty and like a couple other people. That was Troop A two eight. That was my troop. But oh. that they they met in um off Ridgely Road in Yeah, I mean we met on Charles Street, like by the Eddies, the one in um oh, Ruxton? like the one not Ruxton. Um, it's like right near Roland Park. Oh, like, you guys met down there. It, it it was at Brown Memorial, so it's like okay. you know the drive-through Starbucks. It was kind of over by I think like Andrew Flannery lived kind of over, over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, make, I guess that makes sense because you kind of grew up. I would say you yeah, probably was, grew up closer it was like to there than Forge yeah. type troop. Like because it was like Stonely and Rogers Forge Cub Scouts went to that one. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I was in like the middle of um. I was like in the middle of like a weird realm in Towson where like I'm in the center of Towson, but I went to like Hampton Elementary School, which is up in Lutherville yeah, off of Char- yeah, yeah, Charmouth yeah. Road. And like, so like all the people I grew up with, all like they went to fucking Ridgely Middle School. I went to Dumbarton. I was one of like six kids from my elementary school that went to Dumbarton. So like I had to make all new friends, which was fine because I didn't have any friends in elementary school. So it wasn't that hard. But, yeah. uh, 
but like we would play those survival games and shit like that where like they the, they would be like a team that was like trying to attack you and tag you and shit like that or like and i remember flashlight tag and shit it's funny that you mentioned tom esty because he's actually included in this story he was like my partner and we were at camp alcor i think it was did you guys ever go there alcor no i would go to broad creek i think we went to broad creek too but uh this particular one was at alcor where they had camp like the cabin. spencer Camp I don't remember Spencer, that baby. You're I was only in Boy saffron. Scouts for I like, bet you're saffron for sure. I I couldn't. I was only. I was in Cub Scouts from the time I was a little kid, or like from like I think I started off as a wolf. I I wasn't a tiger. Tiger is like the kindergarten, first grade level, and then Wolf Scout is like second grade. Then it's Bear Scout, third grade, and then Weeblow. What comes after Bear Scout? Weeblow. Weeblows. So it's tiger, wolf, wolf bear, bear, and then. Weeblo, I guess, right? And then you're like a Weeblo with the arrow of light. Yeah. And that's you're what like takes a you to And then like you cross the bridge like at elementary school graduation. They just like mm-hmm. repurpose that bridge. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, yeah, now you can be a tenderfoot. So I was you a can tenderfoot. stop being an animal now. Actually, but you don't even directly become a tenderfoot. You're like a tenderfoot, but like with the badge pinned like opposite way on your yeah. shirt. Yeah. I was that for like a year. <laughs> and then finally I earned Tenderfoot and I was like a Tenderfoot for like six more months after like my friends had already become like fucking like Star Scouts. And I was like, dude, this is, yeah. I'm never doing this. Well, I mean, it was honestly, all that shit was so easy. You kind of just like checked it off as you went to summer camp. So like, I think by like 10th grade, I was like a star or something, maybe even life. Cause it was life and then Eagle. But you and had I remember, to like, I remember being a life for like a long ass time and then f- dragging my heels till like my mom helped me do my Eagle project. Well, my dad took on this like thing where he was like, if you want to do it, you got to fucking do it yourself. You got to come to me and tell me when you want to do your training because I'm not going to do it. And my mom would be like, whatever. And like, so like I'm in fucking, I'm sixth grade and I'm not thinking like, I better step up my my you know ranking i was just like i don't care i'm playing basketball with my friends and then when i got to high school and i was still a fucking like tenderfoot or or when i got to eighth grade and i was still a tenderfoot i was like i'm i'm going to football practice i'm doing other shit like i was missing like an entire six months out of the year for sports and then i'd show up like way behind and i was just yeah. like I, just, I mean you gotta pick one or the other if you're if you're doing sports i feel like you don't need to do boy scouts honestly yeah it's that like was pretty they're, much it. they're all just kind of different ways to like teach discipline mm-hmm. and kind of like i don't know it's weird it's just kind of like it's it's just what it's named boy scouts like you're just fucking letting boys do fucking things that boys like to do and there's like a weird kind of undertone of not like education to it but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day like you're just kind of there to burn shit and it's like also very christian right it's very religious as i remember there was a lot of god stuff involved which i was i wouldn't i like we met at a church our meeting spot was a church yeah i mean ours was at a church too and they did make us do, like, once a year, they would make us go to, like, a service at that church. Yeah. Just because, like, in, like, the credo, they say, like, you know, your Boy Scout is proud, brave, whatever, and then, like, revenant, which is, like, to be... Revere whatever. God. Yeah. yeah, revere God. So, also like, a movie with yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Better movie. Uh, Better movie. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird because, like, I don't think... Because our troop even had a... There was, like, a big... It wasn't even a big to-do. It just kind of, like... I feel like their parents were, were about to make it a big to-do. But, like, I remember the first time I found out what an, what an atheist was was when 
like this atheist kid joined our Boy Scout troop. Oh shit. So like that happened and I was like, Oh, he's just I mean like nothing was different because none of us talked about God at all. Yeah, so exactly. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh cool, you you're around our age? Sweet. Yeah. You can take, you can ride with me and my mom to summer camp. Come yeah. On. <laughs> I feel like that was like when I realized, like during those coming up ages, that was when I realized that I was supposed to be a musician, like subconsciously, because like I was so, I would never win any awards at the ceremonies or anything like that. But then they'd always have me sing the national anthem, like before like the big ceremonies and stuff. So they like, I would like not show up for like six months. And then they like I have to like sing for the ceremony. And then when I went to high school, like I wasn't on varsity, but then I would I would sing before the wrestling meets and stuff. And then when I was on varsity, that was finally when the coaches were like, I said Mr. Yoska would always make me do it before matches. I remember I had to do it before a match and I walked out on the mat and I'm like about to wrestle this dude, and this dude was like, You're in Good your job onesie. Singing. <laughs> yeah. Your balls and, like, hadn't descended yet. Yeah. Oh, say. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, dude, I can tell from the way you just sang that song that you're not going to yeah, fucking beat me. Beat your ass. You don't even have testosterone yet, dude. It's hard to intimidate a guy <laughs> when you've just sang fucking America, because I didn't want to sing uh, Oh, Say Can You See, the, what do they call the national anthem, because mm. it's a very hard song to sing, and I have to sing it after doing like the full warm-ups, doing sprints and shit like that, and stretching, and be out of breath, and have to get up there in my fucking warm-ups and sing. So I was like, I'll do America the Beautiful. Because I don't want to fuck up the national anthem. And then, like, it's very hard to, like, then change modes and then go on to the mat and fucking, when the guy's like, hey, nice job singing. Like, even though I'm about to fucking put my balls in your face. Like, <laughs> give me a break. Let me stop doing this. But, like, in those, I remember, like, as going back to, like, we you're talking about the video game thing. When I was a kid, we would play those games where, like, there was, like, the team that was, like, defending the fort and they were like out there trying to get you and then like there was like a team trying to attack the fort but like it was basically like you were trying to like stay from getting captured or whatever and me and Tom Esty were like dude let's run into the fucking woods and we just literally ran like all the way out into the woods and just like we're like trying to like navigate around the, the base <laughs> But like way You're far flanking, out in the woods, dude. You're yeah, we were flank- we were trying to flank them, and by the time we got there, the game was over. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we both lost. We left the, the border of the game. <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, well, we kind of won. Like our whole team got captured. Our whole team lost, and then like the whole team got captured, and then the scoutmaster like stopped the game to look for you guys. Yeah, and they were like, hold up, where are Jimmy and Tom? And then we were, came out of the fucking woods. They were like, where the fuck were you guys doing, dude? <laughs> and the same thing I remember they had that game at Towson University um, it's funny because like how much of a kid you really still are when you're a freshman in college because they would set up those like little social events and stuff we're like 18 years old on the Towson University campus and they had like this is like when Walking Dead was like super popular this is like the peak of that like zombie age you know 2011-2012 and uh, there was like the administrators and like the, old, the upper class were like the zombies. And then like, we were like regular people. So they were just running around and they had like the glow sticks and we didn't. And then like they would capture you and then like they'd give you a glow stick and then you became a zombie and then you had to go capture other people and shit like that. And I just remember like, I don't even know if I just did this on like on my own, but I was just like, I'm flanking them. I'm fucking <laughs> flanking them. <laughs> <laughs> and again i just fucking ran around the whole thing until everybody became a zombie i'm like off the campus i'm like at my house <laughs> fucking running around yeah, like you need fucking... to run back to go get your binder <laughs> yeah. <left> it at <laughs> home. Yeah. i'm like at bill bateman's now 
And I run in. I'm like, dude, I kind of won this game, but also all I did was just like run away. Yeah. But <laughs> that's how you play. Zombie, dude. That's how you play those video games where like the part of the fun is supposedly supposed to be like you fucking get in a fight with people. You fucking yeah. capture their shit. You're just like, I'm just going to go through this as a nice man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so there's like two ways to play. So like you can play as your character who like you level up and then like you can use all of your gear. Or you can play as, like, a scavenger, and you just basically, like, go in halfway through a round and then, like, pick up dead people's shit or, like, get in fights. Mm-hmm. If you make it out, you keep everything, but, like, you can't take stuff in. So, like, you can't take in any of, like, keys or anything shit you found. So, I like playing that, and I, like, get more aggressive when I'm playing that because it's like, all right, like, none of this shit was mine anyway. I don't care if I lose it. I didn't find anything cool yeah but like dude i'll literally be playing as my main character with like basically just a pistol be like i can't lose this and like (laughs) running around finding like cigarettes and lighters and coats and being like i gotta get this out of here i gotta extract in the game (laughs) yeah dude i I sold like a cigarette and lighters for like seven thousand rubles press triangle to smoke sig i can't even buy like 30 rounds of ammo for that it's fucking crazy that's fucking sweet that's the kind of game i could see myself playing because i remember my, one of my favorite games growing up it's was this so game immersive called dude gun and it was based in the wild west so you could like ride a horse it was on gamecube i had gamecube um i was always a big nintendo family for no fucking reason um because n64 was the shit i think n64 oh, yeah. during N64 that was so good that late 90s generation where it was n64 playstation and um dreamcast dreamcast n64 was like the top in my opinion. And then the next generation, it was like PS2 and then fucking GameCube. And then like Xbox came out. And then it was just like, okay, Nintendo is like the worst of the worst now. But now I feel like Nintendo I just GameCube kinda, was kind of cool. It was cool. I wanted but, like, to get those, a GameCube. They had those, like, Me and my weird... brother went to Toys R Us and we we're like, we want to get a GameCube, but they were sold out. Or no, no, what happened? We wanted to get a PS2 and they were sold out. Mm. So then the guy, the sales guy was like, oh, you guys should get an Xbox. They're so much better. And us as kids were like, really? That's so cool. We haven't even yeah. heard about this yet. Mm-hmm. And he was literally just like, you know, selling candy to kids. <laughs> like, Mom, get us an Xbox now. <laughs> this older man said it was cool. Yeah. He said to get Halo too. So, <laughs> so we got, we got, sick, we literally dude. got an Xbox, Halo, and then like Fusion Frenzy from Toys R Us. And then. That was when I started playing Xbox games, dude. I guess it didn't really matter as much back in the day because that was before they had like the you could play online and stuff, you know. So like now, well, then Xbox it became, had like, Xbox Live, and if I'm being fucking honest, I literally could never. I was such a fucking. I was like good at technology as a kid, but like I didn't know the difference between like phone cable and Ethernet cable. Yeah. So like I would always try to go on Xbox Live and I would literally like spend my allowance. I like spent <laughs> all of my money on Xbox Live on fucking phone wire and then like i tried to set it up i bought a new router because it didn't work at first (laughs) and like i literally could never figure out xbox live and i like felt like such an idiot and then i got your allowance on at that point you know it's like well then i bought a ps2 (laughs) with my allowance (laughs) and then i figured out that i was like oh i needed an ethernet cable this whole time Mm. and And i I started playing ps2 online and that was sick I figured out what an Ethernet cable was when I was, like, 23, so <laughs> beat me out by a long shot. I mean, I think I was in, like, eighth grade or something. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. 
But once 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 I started learning about that stuff, that's when the ball started getting rolling. Yeah, but that was another thing. I just kind of like I dropped off the video game surf. I think the last game that I played like all the way through I, was True Crime. You know True Crime? Yeah, Streets True Crime of, Streets, of, Streets of, LA. of LA. And then they came yeah, out with, with True Snoop Crime. Snoop Dogg, right? Yeah. They came out with True True Crime Streets of New York, I think, was with Snoop Dogg. Oh. But Wait, I didn't really finish. Like I think it'd be I, LA would be Snoop Dogg. Maybe it was just the main character in True Crime Streets of New York was black. I just okay. assume this must be Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other one is Snoop Dogg, so who's this? <laughs> <laughs> which, which rapper is this black man I'm playing as? <laughs> But that was when I just kind of like, you know, I just kind of, I remember like distinctly I finished True Crime and I was just like, that game was wild by the way. Cause I never played GTA. I never played Grand Theft Auto. I played GTA as a kid, but I never beat them. Like yeah. I, would, I never like could, I could never play like single player games that were that long mm-hmm. as a kid. Like I just beat, uh, I just beat Max Payne 3, which like. I used to do like tech support for that game, and I've I've have like two free copies of it from doing tech support for that game. And even back when I was giving out advice to people on the phone for that <laughs> game, I didn't beat it. <laughs> I, like, I like barely even played it. But like the other day, I was like, I remember that being a little fun. And then I just like spent one night and just fucking beat it. It was fun. Yeah, now I, I I'm um I tell you what I th- actually I'll, I'll life has slowed around. down enough for me where I'm able to play. You can enjoy enjoy it. Yeah. story again. Like, when we got the Xbox up uh, and running a couple months ago, I told you I was becoming a gamer guy again, and that was like when we yeah. started playing. Like I I I think the last game that I played all the way through and beat was um uh Call of Duty World at War. Yeah, which is the one where they introduced the first like Nazi zombies. They like got the their dope, like the ray gun in that and shit. Yes, and yeah. my brother and I were playing that like extensively, like last month, like every night. And then we just started playing like UFC fights. And then my brother just kept murking me in UFC because he fucking sits in the house all day like a loser and practices all day. <laughs> and then I fucking come home and he just fucking mops my ass up. So I was like, "Fuck this game." But like you know, I've been trying to get back into uh, here. Check this out. You ever seen my fight stick? Yo, what is that? I got an arcade stick. That is sick. Does that like you can use that for like Xbox games or is that for PC or what? It was for 360. I got it for like Street Fighter 4 back in the day. Oh shit. But I like just brought it back out cuz I was like Street Fighter was really fun. So That's I started playing game. Street Fighter again and I was playing Mortal Kombat 2. Or not Mortal Kombat 2, but I was playing Mortal Kombat as well. Mortal Kombat also. Yeah. That's a game I could see me and you having fun with because like any game, anything, and this is anything in life, it's the same way I go about shows. Never been a big guy who's going to watch a show that I need to know what happened on the previous episode. It's always going to be like, you know, if I can just load up the game and fight you as like fucking whatever guy, the Asian chick, and then you're like the fucking blue guy. Dude, maybe I should because so my plan is to bring my tv to the studio for like the studio monitor yes but i also have i'm pretty sure i just have my old 360 sitting around i should just bring my 360 out and bring the arcade sticks out just yeah dude just fucking have that on deck yeah that would be be so chill because i have two i have two arcade sticks it's just the nicer one 
the coolest this one, studio. This player bro. one's this player one's arcade stick. The other one is like half this size and has two less buttons. Hell yeah, dude! That's fucking fly, dude. That'd be sick. Yes. I fucking love Street Fighter. Damn, dude. Um, I got a couple, couple. This oh, yeah, one I what thought was the last. Oh, so started quick, with I, Marissa. Yeah. Okay. So this, these are two unrelated stories, but Marissa is involved in in both. The first one's just kind of a little quip that I thought was funny, where she she uh, we were sitting at the point um, that same night, Friday night, or I think it was Saturday night actually, and she was with Dan, and she was like, Jimmy. I, Dan told me I need to tell you this story because he, he just said like you would love it and I think you would love this story and I was like lay it on me and she was like so my friend is uh, dating this dude or like went on a, she's like in a relationship with this dude and uh, they got in this like discussion about like Black Lives Matter and stuff like that and he was like he, like she's like super like progressive like talking about like all this stuff and this guy's like not at all and like whatever and then she was like she's thinking about breaking up with him and she was like you know what the weird thing is like she's a white chick but this dude is a black guy so she's dating like she's dating like a, like a black, black republican yeah so dude, she's thinking I mean, about that's sick that's fucking crazy honestly that dude has <laughs> is like fucking unbelievable that's amazing it's like because it's like, like he just has the perfect trap card yeah it's like it oh you're like, breaking up with me because i'm black yeah, that too. He was basically. She was basically saying, "Like, How are you, you telling me that black lives don't matter? I'm black." That was exactly that was the thing. I was like, "It's weird because like she was saying all this stuff like you know how like black people this that blah, blah, blah. I was like, "Well, you know, like my family. I was born on Greenmount and then um like in like the hood and then my parents just like got like like worked really hard and then they uh got bought a house in Parkville and sent me to like like I went to school in like Parkville and stuff like that and so I just don't understand like why." why people can't do that. And she was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, what's funny about that is, is you see the situation where like, this chick is like the perfect comment. She's like so woke that she's going to try to explain to a black guy the black what experience. Yeah, yeah, what it's like being black. <laughs> to the point where she now wants to break up with this guy because he doesn't agree with her white splain version <laughs> of black people. And I just thought that was so hilarious. I was like, I, I was like, Marissa, thank you so much for telling me that that's fucking beautiful. story. Beautiful. It's a beautiful story. I was like, that's like a that's like a SNL skit. That is literally an SNL skit. Like, like they start off the skit where it like pans in and the girl's talking to her friend. She's like, I don't know, like my boyfriend doesn't doesn't he just has like these weird like values about he doesn't believe even like Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, and and then the girl, the other chicks, like, oh my god, here he comes, here he comes, and then the guy walks in, and it's a black guy with like a MAGA hat, and the crowd just <laughs> fucking goes ballistic. That's a yeah. that's a fucking SNL skit, dude. Like, yeah, I sure. just thought it was so fucking funny. Honey, and I thought, I'm home. Honey, I'm Ooh. home. Oh my god, calm down, calm down. He's coming, he's coming. <laughs> he walks in. <laughs> it's a fucking. <laughs> Hootie and the Blowfish t-shirt <laughs> Hell yeah Tucked I just, into I, his jeans Tucked into his Wranglers Yeah I just thought that was just the most beautiful tale But the <laughs> That's like one of those like beautiful like Two sentence stories That mm-hmm. like fucking whoever put out Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just fucking great Um <laughs> That same night though Uh I have an ongoing saga that I've been keeping you guys up to date with. It started two episodes ago at the end of the episode. I told you about this girl that I matched with on Tinder. Let's call her 
Let's call her Hannah. Let's call her Sandy, because it was all revolved around SpongeBob, right? <laughs> Sandy. Let's go Sandy. I like that. Let's call Sandy her Sandy. Cheek. What, you got some sand in your cheeks? Sandy what are you so cheeks. uptight for? <laughs> that, I wish I said that, by the way. I like re-listened <laughs> to the episode. I was like, damn, I should have said that. Um, so it starts off, you go back to episode 195. Uh, at the end of the episode, I tell the whole story about this girl, like, bitching me over texts and, like, blah, 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 tells me not to talk to her anymore, this, that, the other thing. And then and we get an argument SpongeBob. Yeah, over a SpongeBob <laughs> argument. And then Ooh, I sensed, hey, pretty progressive that you guys were talking about a gay character like that. Yeah, SpongeBob is gay. I think that every time I watch it. Actually, it came out so like a lot of people were upset about them calling SpongeBob gay because apparently he's asexual. Hmm. Really? I didn't even hear this debate and I didn't know that that was like a thing. Like, did they just, after the fact, like, was the show written with him as a gay sponge, or did they just decide to pin on all these extra things as we got more woke as a culture? It came out, like, this all came out the other day because, like, Nickelodeon posted, like, here are, like, our characters supporting Pride, and it was, like, Korra from Legend of Korra, who's, like, a lesbian, and then SpongeBob... Who like they didn't really explain, and then yeah, did some, he ever go just on some any dates guy, or anything? Just some fucking weird offshoot Danny DeVito looking motherfucker, <laughs> and everyone was like, "Who is this guy? And why is he gay?" And then, <laughs> I'll tell you who and he is. Every, He's gay, and then, dude. And then Black Twitter went off. They're like, "SpongeBob is not gay." Yeah, how <laughs> are you guys? Like, how are you gonna on? tell us SpongeBob is gay when I'm wearing SpongeBob shoes right now? <laughs> <laughs> He's fly, <laughs> but no. Uh, so then, like, an article with Steven Hillenberg or whatever, like, the creator of SpongeBob, mm-hmm. apparently in, like, 2005, he, like, said that SpongeBob was asexual. I believe that. I believe that, too, because also it's, like, a kid's show. Yeah. I feel like if you're making a show for kids, you don't really need to talk about sex that much. Especially because SpongeBob was an adult, and, like, you can have, like, you can have, like, crushes and stuff when the main characters are kids, like in Hey Arnold or Rugrats or something like that, where Hey Arnold's a kid, and, like, you know, Helga likes him, but it's like, you're in fourth grade, so it's like, nobody's banging each other, nobody's doing all that shit, like, it's all, like, very innocent, like, oh my god, I like that guy. But SpongeBob was an adult, so if they were gonna, like, dive into his sex life, it would have been, like, him, like... In order to be realistic, he would have to be like banging other dudes or something, or like going on dates with other dudes, like yeah, you know, constantly flirting with Squidward at the Krusty Krab. Yeah, I mean, he... but also, it, it, like, I honestly don't care about it at all. I <laughs> but... mean, I care about it a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you just ruined my. I don't fucking care. I just, I just feel like I really do feel like it's one of those things where like it's people one of those decide things that, like post two thousand ten. Every show was like, well, guess what? Guess who else is gay? Dumbledore. Yeah. Everybody's just trying to like gain woke points by being like, hold up, hold up. Go back to the archives. Did SpongeBob ever have an episode where he like went on a date with a chick? It's like, okay, well, good, also... good, good, good. He's gay now. Yeah. He wore a tie to work every day. <laughs> Pretty gay. <laughs> like, I guess that's gay. I don't know. A lot of people <laughs> are like trying to find like gay hidden Easter eggs to be like, well, he did. He lived in a fruit. Yeah. Something, I don't know. I think also the joke with him being asexual is that also sponges are asexual. So, like... Okay. Why wouldn't he be? I would be more willing to believe that Sandy was a lesbian. Sandy Cheeks was definitely a lesbian. She was either a lesbian or just, like, a tough Texas chick. Tom Who was like, I got a fucking man back home. Yeah, but she never talked about him. Yeah. She was always wrangling stuff and 
beating people's asses, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was the only, that was the only big thing. Okay. So yeah, SpongeBob girl. Yes. My bad. I totally got sidetracked. No, once it's I okay, realized dude. SpongeBob I totally, was gay. I know, dude. It was such a shocker. It's like, hold up. Stop everything right now. What the <laughs> fuck did you just say, bro? The fuck did you just say to me? I'm wearing SpongeBob boxers right now. SpongeBob fucking pants on my dick right now, bro. Get the fuck out of here, bro. And the podcast. Anyway. So. We, I get in this argument with this chick about Spongebob and then she just like fucking ghosts me for like a day and a half. And I told the whole, then this next episode, I told like how like she, like blah, blah, blah. She wound up texting me right after that episode. I told that first story trying to hang out and I just ghosted her. So like she texted me the night before we like had a little conversation and then I said like blah, blah, blah. And the next day I, she didn't respond. She was like, I can hang out these days. And I just didn't respond. And the next day she was like, well, don't. Don't ever, I don't ever want to hear that I didn't want to hang out, and I just didn't respond again, and that was the end of it. So I thought, I'm dun, sitting dun, at the dun. bar. I'm sitting at the bar with Zach and uh, Alex. This is Thursday night. This is the graveyard night. Okay. Zach meets up with us, and Alex goes, oh, uh, yeah, Zach said he can meet up for a drink real quick, but he has a date tonight. So he's going to meet up with us before the date. And I was, all right, cool. So he meets up, and I thought it was going to be with that chick who, there was a chick that we met, like, last weekend that I was with Zach and Alex, and she DM'd me the next day and was like, who is that guy you're with? He's hot. And so, like, I linked him up on Instagram, and so I thought, I figured it was that girl. And so he shows up, I'm like, oh, you got a date with a girl? He's like, no, I actually have this date with this, I was like, what's her name? And he was like, uh, it's like Sandy Marie. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit, really? You're meeting up? He's like, yeah, we're supposed to meet at High Tops at, like, 7.30. And so we have a drink, and I tell him the whole story. And he's like, oh my God. Like, I was like, yeah, dude, I just matched with her last week. This whole thing, like, I told him it was a whole big thing on the podcast, like, a whole big thing I tell story. And uh, he's like, oh shit. And so, like, he gets a call from her, right? That, or text, she's like texting him during that time. And she's like, well, actually, you know, like, um, like I have to work a little late. So, like, maybe blah, 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 blah. Like, maybe we should just push back to another day. And he, so, he, so he, like, he, like, leaves to go meet up with her. And then he, and then Alex, he calls Alex. And Alex is like, wait, Jimmy, Zach's coming back. They're pushing the date off. They're pushing it back. And so Zach comes back. He's like, yeah, dude, she just like pushed back the time like an hour. And now she's like saying she looks like shit. Maybe we shouldn't meet up and all this other bullshit. And it's like so weird. And I'm like, yeah, dude. So so then he just texts her. She tries to finally hang out at like, 8 30 p.m like two hours later and he and we're at this point we're like had a couple drinks we're hanging out and he's just like dude i don't even feel like going anymore like i'm just gonna tell her like let's do it another time so he texts her and he says like hey um you know i kind of just ate because i didn't think this was gonna happen tonight so like maybe we should just push back another time she immediately calls him immediately calls him and i can hear her like bitching him over the phone and i'm like oh (laughs) shit this is awesome also a person she's never seen in real life. (laughs) never seen in real life this is so vindicating for me so vindicating for me so he eventually was like look you know i'm with my friends i'm hanging out here let's just do this another night and she's like whatever blah, blah 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 and so it's over and so I think it's over. And he's like, yeah, I'm probably not going to hit her up again. That's like super annoying. The fact that she like tried to bitch me for not meeting up with her, even though she pushed it back and said all this shit. And he was like, the texting with her is so weird. He said this on his own accord. He was like, there's so much like the communication with her is so weird. Like, you don't know what the fuck she's saying. Like she said she wants to hang out. And then she's like doing all this bullshit acting like she didn't want to hang out. I was like, dude, I exactly, bro. Exactly. So flash forward two nights later. 
I'm at the bars with Dan and Marissa. We're at the point. I'm running to John. All the stories I told her on with Alex. We decide to go to rec room after the point closes. We're sitting at the tables at the point, and Zach te- or or Alex texts me, or Alex doesn't text me. He's with me at the point. I mean, at the rec room, and he goes, uh, "Oh, Jimmy, Zach's coming to the rec room," and I was like, "Oh, dope, sweet." And he's like, "Yo, he's on a date with that chick right now," and I was like, "Dude, they're coming to the rec room right now." And he was like, yeah, they're coming right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, yo, get the fuck out of here. So I was like, dude, I'm going to go get some drinks real quick. So I come, I leave the table, and, like, I wind up running into some old wrestling friends. I run into some old friends that I see for a while. So we're out there. I'm talking for, like, 15 minutes. I get a bomb with some friends. During that time, they had met up. I love this. Yes. <laughs> So at that point, after in preparation for when they showed up, I had explained the whole story to Dan Morris, and I was like, look, this is the deal. This is what's about to happen. So I walk back to the table, and Zach's sitting there with Sandy. And they're at the table, and Dan and Marissa are there, and Alex is there. And I walk over, and I'm like trying to play it cool, because I'm thinking like maybe she doesn't know who I am. Maybe she doesn't know me. Maybe this story wasn't explained to her that like it turns out, Zach, the guy she's on a date with right now is actually really good friends with the guy who she went so anyway so i'm standing there having a conversation with alex or smoking a cigarette and uh out of nowhere she's like jimmy jimmy remember me jimmy you know who this is it's sandy you remember you ghosted me blah blah blah, blah. and i was like i was like hold on what, what, what? i was like talking to her and she was like so what was up like in the middle of everything like we're sitting at a table and yes. she's like she's in like in front of zach in front of zach in front of zach doing all this shit and I was like look listen blah 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 blah. like I was like look let's not do this here like I'm out with my friends like blah 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 this that the other thing so eventually things kind of calm down we're sitting down at the table we're all talking to each other and like we're just having a decent time right so anyway and that goes on and we all decide to go back to my apartment of course now now she wants to come over to your apartment. Now, now I got Zach now she wants to come over to your apartment. I got Zach this girl Alex and uh, Dom in my apartment and this girl is fucking blitzed out of her mind at this point and she's going fucking ballistic and she's like following me around and like I'm sat on the balcony talking to Alex in the balcony she comes out she's like I just can't believe you fucking ghosted me like that like I asked I asked our friend about you, you said you're a wonder he said he texted me back he said Jimmy's a wonderful boy and like I thought you were cute and this said the other thing and like she keeps on like grabbing at me like dude she literally like fucking stuck her finger in my ass like I was, I was and like was like grabbing Man, my dick and shit like that. You? dude literally and I'm out there and I'm just like Hold on, hold on. Just, just please. This is weird because you're on a, you're on a, you're on a hinge date with this other dude right now, and and like he's seeing this whole thing. Zach's sitting on the couch talking to my brother, and you're out here doing this. And she had brought over this other guy. It was a black guy named Dom too, and uh, so we called him Black Dom <laughs> and White Dom. A, was he another one of her like mismatched Tinder dates? Or like <laughs> he, he he hated her so much he became gay. This guy was gay. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like doing his own thing and so it's us there and she dude she wound up like like literally she got so fucking she like threw up in my bathroom there was like puke all over my sink and shit that she like tried to clean up she's fucking dude <laughs> dude and like the whole night she's like no this is fucking bullshit this that, the other thing and like I, I i was in the kitchen trying to talk to alex about the grandmother situation and she's just sitting there like yeah, I get that she like fell, but I don't understand why that means like she's like dying and blah blah blah, like all this shit. And Alex was like, "All right, well, here's the thing. Like this, that, the other thing. Eventually, at the end of the night, Alex fucking like called her ass out on the balcony. He was like, 'Cause she, yeah. I was like sitting there, and Good, she dude. comes, 
dude, she, uh, he was like, I was sitting there talking to Alex and she comes out and she like literally pulls up a chair next to me, lifts up my shirt and like puts her head like under my shirt and like on my, on my fucking lap and stuff like that. And what? I'm like, I'm like, hold. And, and Zach is seeing this whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy. And Alex is like, Hey, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like you realize you're on a date <laughs> with my friend and you're doing this with my other friend. And like, you're being, what is, what happened to you? And like, he like went <laughs> off on her and she was like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and fucking good. Dude. So That's she's so funny. She's being a complete fucking lunatic. Finally, they leave and uh I wake up the next morning and like she had texted me and she was like, Nice meeting you last night and I was like what the fuck ever? And then uh <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. So I'm guessing Zach's never gonna talk to her again too. <laughs> well Zach you know how Zach Zach's a fucking Zach's a fucking bro and a half. He fucking like he's still hooked up with her. Like it's whatever. Yeah. But like just I was worried because I was while like they're doing it, her just complaining about you. He's just <laughs> like, all right, where are my ear pods? <laughs> he literally said he was <laughs> I don't even want to say this on the podcast. I don't even want to say it on the podcast. All right, tell me afterwards. Yeah. I feel like this was, is what we're going out on, so yeah, I can't wait to hear. It was just it, it's just A, it was vindicating because I had this sense about her before it all happened, before I had met in person. Marissa actually Marissa actually left early because she was being like such a bitch. Like like Alex was like, do you guys mind if I smoke a cigarette? Like while I was away, I didn't see this happen. Mm-hmm. We were outside on the patio and he was like, mind if I step over here and smoke a cigarette? And she was like, actually kind of like blah, 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 blah. And then that was whenever I was like, all right, fuck this chick. <laughs> and so Marissa texted me and I just got a text and it's just a dodged a bullet. And I was like, yeah, I fucking know. And then like that whole night happened. And it was like, it was honestly, I'll just say this. And this is something that uh, is, is kudos and a testament to Zach. Zach saw that situation for what it was from moment one. And at, I remember being self-conscious because I was like, how would I feel in this situation if I was literally on a date with another girl and this girl was like fucking like doing all this bullshit? Like I'd be kind of like, I would definitely be pissed off. But Zach had already checked out of that mentality. He was like, I'm just going to bang this girl. I don't fucking care. I'm just going to fucking, I'm just going to fucking do it. And so like... I was just like, he, the, the amount of coolness that he was about that was so dope. And the amount of insane that she was, was like the, it was like a gift from fucking God. Like, what are the fucking chances that I'm all sitting here a week beforehand, all pissed off, feeling like a piece of shit, and then I get the opportunity to meet this chick, and she completely fucking destroys herself <laughs> in the middle of all my friends, throws up in my bathroom, all this shit gets yelled at by your brother, and oh like, God. it was just, dude, it was the greatest... It was the greatest fucking thing ever. I couldn't even believe it as it was happening. I was like, this this is like a dream. This is literally a dream. Dude, that is such a good way to end the saga of, the, of Sandy the Cheeks. saga of Sandy Cheeks. <laughs> oh, man. We always went out in this bitch, boy. LFTS1. At LFTS on everything, boys. At Jimmy LFTS Selesky. podcast, that is. At LFTS podcast. At Jimmy Selesky, mm-hmm. at Eric Glazer. Follow me on Tinder. Follow Jimmy on Tinder. Check him out on Hinge, Bumble, mm-hmm. J Date, Farmers Only. Black people meet. All Black people meet. Ancestry.com. All. I thought you said Ancestry.com, but check no. me out there too. That's a that's a Ian Salyers joke, I believe. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Shouts out Ian Salyers. Uh, um, at Eric Glazer on everything. He just had a birthday. So happy birthday to him. Happy birthday. Um, Ian. Yeah. 
Eric Laser on everything. More importantly, at LFTS Podcast on everything again, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, throw us a fucking follow across the board. Subscribe, like, tweet it out. Fucking join us every Tuesday live on Facebook. 8 p.m. every Tuesday night from here on out. Thanks folks. for hanging out in the live chats. Mm-hmm. It's been the picking up. select few. <laughs> yeah, select few, but it's getting better every week. It still continues yeah, to get better. I'm very We're stoked s- about that. Little did I know, Jimmy was fucking in the background leeching Joe Rogan fans. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm playing from every angle, bro. Every angle. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every week, boys. See you next one. Peace.